get it. So, yo, what up? It's the Why Not Us podcast. Your boy, Dane. What's up, y'all? It's Haywood in the building. What's up, y'all? It's Jeremy. And Ted Reese is late. He told <laughs> us that. That boy a part of Lambda Later. Lambda Later. He told us he was running 20 minutes late. <laughs> at 7 when we were supposed to start. Nonetheless, we here, man. We back at it, man. Episode 48. Episode 48. How y'all doing, man? What's up with you, Jeremy? Man, I'm good, man. We went out and watched that uh the Rockets game last night, man. Yeah. That was a close game. Man, okay, so you should have won that game, dog. Well, you was up in there, you was up in there indoors with people, congregating, spreading the COVID. Nah, man, on the patio. Oh, okay. Social distancing, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. got, to be, got to be careful, man. Can't be too careful. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, stay yeah, away from me. now. Shit, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> About you, hey Wood, what you been up to, man? Good, man. Good. Got some. Been uh, been shooting all week. Got a weird request. Somebody asked me to go shoot some video in Kentucky next week, so I'm gonna be going down Kentucky. to Kentucky. You know, get the bag. You know what I'm saying? I ain't tripping. Oh man, video that took me a lot of weird places that I never would go. Last year I went to like Lincoln, Nebraska, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Chapel Hill. You know what I mean? Places that I would never like vacation, you know what I'm saying? But it's checking off my boxes for the states. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go kick it in Kentucky next week. And then picked up a new camera and start start the little real estate pretty soon. So things things pretty good, man. I ain't got no complaints. Yeah, man. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Let the people know what you got, man. It ain't about the camera. It's about the man behind the camera. That's fact. That's fact. And really... No, I'm talking about the real new... estate. I'm talking about the real estate. Oh, oh yeah. I ain't ready yet. I ain't... You know. <laughs> I'm honestly confused on how I'm about to market myself with all the shit I got going on. I'm not trying to confuse people. So I don't even know if I'm going to be marketing it to people in my network. Because a lot of people in my network ain't got no money. So that is not my network. Gosh. So... Uh, I don't want to waste my time. I, I'm better off keeping my 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 network with this, because I get gigs from my network with that. And you don't need thirty thousand dollars to do video work with me, but you do need thirty, forty-five thousand dollars to do real estate. Real estate, which so I gotta figure that out, cause I don't I don't know how I'm gonna do that. But anyway, that's good. Networking, networking. That's what's up, man. Yeah, it's been pretty steady. I've been busy at work, man, keeping it going. They act like COVID is over. That's a good thing. At least I got a job and keeping it moving, man. Just taking it one day at a time. Man, this kindergarten stuff, boy. <laughs> oh, they got to do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That stuff there, man. I got to give it to the kindergarten teachers, man. That, that's, a, that's a hell of a job. They do it. I don't know. I don't know if they ain't said nothing to scare nobody. We ain't got no email about no COVID, nothing. For real? No. Nothing and I don't know all? if they just. Bull, I don't know if they just holding off on the email, or that's HIPAA. I, I don't think that's HIPAA. Nah, it's only HIPAA if they actually tell you who it say was. the name. Yeah. yeah, we ain't got nothing, man. So what is it? This is the third week, third week of school. Starting the third week. This week. This is about to be the end of the third week. So. How many she got in her class? 
like 11. 11. That's good. That's 11. Good. They check the uh, check temperature when you go in. She goes straight to her class. Stay with her class. So, I mean, that's what's up. Ooh. Yeah, they opening it. They opening back up at 25% for Mason School. We trying to figure out whether or not we want to want him to go, man. I talked to another coworker of mine. She's in Tennessee. She scared the hell out of me because I guess they got spikes over there. Everything. She's like, she keeping her kids home as long as she can. So. Who that? In Tennessee, this coworker of mine. Oh yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, a lot of people about to send their kid back. That's facts. Yeah, they can't do it. They can't do it. <laughs> That's what's not easy, man. Especially when me and Tracy got meetings at the same time and stuff. That's just hard, boy. So it's kind of like the numbers now. They're not even necessarily. You can't even use them because ain't nobody at school. Like my school was. My, my baby school was different. Like, it was rare that they did it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but other than that, you know, it's really about to see, we really about to see what happens when school starts. You know? Oh, come Lambda later. There you go. Come Lambda later in the building. Um. But anyway, yeah, let's, let's keep on. Yeah,ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと。ちょっと
Yeah. I'm glad you're happy with that too, man. That's that's a blessing. Yeah, keep yeah. going. Only get one shot at it. So keep mm-hmm. running, keep moving. Well, see, but that but that ain't true though, because that was gonna be my other tip of the day about opportunities, bro. But I'm gonna tell y'all about opportunities some other time. But that's not yeah. true. You don't get one shot, bro. Trust me. I mean don't. life. I mean life. Yeah, you do get, yeah. No, I mean, some of y'all gonna respond, but it's cool. <laughs> some people gonna respond, bro. But it's cool, man. Good news, everyone. Let's get right into the news. Trending topics. Well, man, I hate to start it at a somber moment, man, but we definitely had some tough news this weekend, man. Chadwick Boseman, we lost the king of Wakanda, the king of our hearts, man, the, the person that brought in and made a black superhero be cool all over again. You know what I'm saying? And just wanted to get everybody thoughts and feelings on that, man. That was that was a tough one to take in this past weekend. Yeah, man, that was that was rough, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, I just sat on the couch and I was just like, man, like this is this is so unfair. I felt like cheated. You know, I felt like. Um, you know, he was our superhero. He was our Superman. You know, I never really fucked with Superman, honestly. Never really was into, into him. Um, this dude, this character, I didn't even know about till I was grown. Had I known about Black Panther growing up, that would have been my dude, you know? But for him to, uh, you know, you look at his catalog, you know what I mean? And his roles of what he took, you know, like everyone was like, boom. I ain't seen all the movies. I ain't seen Marshall. Um, but I seen just about all of them. And you can't say in any of them he was bad acting. And you really can't even say none of the movies was trash. Honestly, you may not fuck with it, but it wasn't it wasn't really no no bad movies. So Yeah, he never played a bad role in his life. Yeah, I seen. Um and just looking at his story, how he, you know, chose, selectively chose, and how he stuck up for not just being like a the black stereotype, you know, as very commendable. You know, uh, especially in fine arts. So I got to give it to him. I have nothing but utmost respect for him. It's, it's going to be tough to, hard to lose that one, man. Hard for us to lose that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, man. I couldn't even get involved in the text thread, man. I saw that everybody was kind of going off on there, but I just wanted to sit back and, you know, really kind of take it in and understand that we just lost somebody that was, you know, a pivotal figure. And, um, in our culture. And I mean, everything that I've seen from him, from his interviews um, on The Breakfast Club to all of his interactions with other celebrities and stuff like that, he's always seemed like a, a humble, regal, you know, individual that, you know, went outside of himself to make sure that, you know, everybody else was good around him, man. And that's that's kind of hard to see that, you know, that genuineness in a person and, and how that person be gone so soon at the age of 43, man. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it scared me, man. In terms of health, it scared me. You know, it scared me. Like black men, like I don't know if I. T- I think I mentioned in the podcast, like men in my family died like around fifty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This man, this man, forty three in shape, and I don't believe that cancer just come out of the sky and hit you in the face. That's not what I believe. That is that that violates universal law, cause and effect. I don't have the answers. I'm just like, it makes me want to know the, what it is, what could it have been, you know, because if he can get it, shit, I can get it, you know? And he could have had it my age and it just not masticized into a bad point. You know what I'm saying? So it's scary. Yeah, definitely that. 
Definitely yeah, it was sad, man. He's played so many iconic roles. You know, James Brown, Jackie Robinson. Uh, he, he seemed like a good guy. I mean, I didn't know him. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it's just really sad. And the crazy thing is, is, I mean, looking at his catalog, look at the movies that he did once he got diagnosed, though. Because he got yeah. diagnosed in 2016. So he persevered, and he did, he did all this stuff. His entire team... that's amazing how we didn't know about this, how this never got leaked. That is amazing. Uh, But no, it's truly sad moment. And, and like what y'all were touching on, you know, it makes you kind of concerned about yourself. I mean, shoot, Mm -hmm. as black men, I mean, shoot, this could happen to us. So it's just, it's just, it's just sad all over. Well, he was sleeping on that James Brown movie. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. I, I like it. But when it when it comes to dude, like this is the craziest thing because I'm gonna re- always remember this because the dude died on my birthday. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and he ain't the only person that passed away on my birthday. A lot of people passed away on my birthday, bro. Like, even one of my partners, man, from the old school, he celebrated his birthday too. Gone. Been gone for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it hit a lot different because everything that Jeremy said was true. That boy's circle was tight. Was tight. And that, that's why we're so hurt by it. We're not hurt by the fact that he passed. We're hurt by the way that it happened because we didn't know. Nobody knew nothing. So it's like a slap in the face, you know? And like, it's like my wife said, man, it's like, it's like having PTSD now because when they did breaking news for Steve Nash, the first thing I thought about was, damn, Steve Nash dead? You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't heard shit about Steve Nash in a very long time. And then out the blue, Steve Nash, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that, it gets you there. But outside of that, man, like, that man, what what really sucks is that we can't really speak on him but but with his movies. And it's sad, man, because his his family, bro, like, that's where my mind is. His family that sat there by his side the entire time. He died with his family, bro. He died with his family, man. And they held on to that because, I mean, like, it's it's really nobody else's business. And that man... Because once people start coming into your life, they start making fun. Like, they even had memes about that dude when he was, like, looking all frail and stuff. Me and my wife said, it's like, that dude don't look healthy. He don't look good. And then, boom, he bounced back, putting his weight on. So for him, like Chris said, for him to be able to sustain the, the, the ability to do those movies, to be in those roles, hey, man, power to you, bro. You're a strong individual. And the mark that you left on us, man, is, and it's, I don't want to see no other Black Panther, bro. I don't want to see none of that shit, bro. Like, just, yeah, yeah that's his role. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's him. So I, it didn't even, I, don't even feel right having the conversation. Like, I was like, everybody's like, ask who's going to be the next one. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, why are we talking? Like, I'm, I'm looking like, bro, like a man died. Chadwick yeah. Bosman died, bro. Not the Black Panther, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, that yeah, shit. Like, I don't, at this point right now, I don't care about that. That man, that man had a hell of an impact and, and, damn near, you know, change the world with a, a movie. You know what I'm saying? That's that's he crazy. Did. That's he crazy. He did, man. And the beautiful, the beautiful thing about that is how it was done, right? Because, like, Chris was saying how he don't fuck with, with Superman, right? But, like, those characters were supposed to be Black characters, but they wasn't ready to see those characters on screen, so they made them white. And it wasn't until they made Black Panther because Black Panther origins, they try to use it as the Black Panthers. That's where all that came from. That's why it's a black character. Batman, them, them characters supposed to be like, they supposed to be black. What, what, what 
Caucasian individual you know is getting power from the sun right now. They get burned the fuck up in the sun. They need to put sunblock on. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, let's, let's, let's be for real, bro. And like, y'all should know I'm, that's a non-spitting facts because go back and look at Magneto and Professor X. That was Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, bro. If you don't believe me, go read it. And it, yeah, sucks that, that, it sucks that he's gone, Stan Lee is gone, and couldn't explain that shit himself. But that's what it was, bro. That's what it was. So for him, I, I don't want nobody to be talking about Black Panther dead, that bullshit. Let's just keep it going, man. Chadwick Boseman, he was a good dude, man. He was a real good dude, man. Salute to you. I, I mean, we can give you your roses right now while we're here. Like, I'm, it's sad, but... Man, big ups to your circle too and your family, man, for being able to keep that shit in house, bro. Like that's some Absolutely. that's some real good shit right there, man. Absolutely. Yeah. We also lost another black king, man. Coach John Thompson passed away too as well. Um, and I believe he was a coach of Georgetown, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely made an impact. You go ahead, Jeremy. Sorry. No, I was just saying that that was sad too, man, because he he had a huge impact on, on college basketball when it came to, you know, black people. I mean, it, it's so crazy that a lot of people thought Georgetown was an HBCU. They did. Uh, no, they had no idea it wasn't. I really though. did, because uh, was it above the rim? That's what made me think it was an HBCU back then. Yo, y'all remember, y'all remember back in the day, niggas wore college teams. Like, you see somebody wearing Duke. You see somebody yeah. wearing Michigan. Yeah. Like, you didn't have to be... It was like the norm back then, you know what I'm saying? My big cousins, I get, I got hand-me-downs from my cousins, and they had Miami and all the good, all the teams like they was rocking it, man. So that was yeah. like, it's not like that no more. Isn't that, isn't that kind of crazy, man? And I remember they had a lot of Georgetown stuff. A lot of the rappers, ABQ, but a lot of the rappers had that stuff. Yeah, man, he he was a uh, man. He he was awesome, man. I don't know if y'all heard that story because. A couple notable players that he coached, like Alonzo Mourning, Allen Iverson, David Tumbo. So they were talking about one of the stories uh, with uh, Alonzo Mourning was he basically confronted a drug lord up there at, in Washington, D.C. area and told him to, to leave Alonzo alone. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, was, he was involved in, in the black community. He was, a, he, he, he was a, a father to a lot of those men that didn't grow up with fathers. And I don't know if y'all heard that that speech that Allen Iverson gave uh, about uh, John Thompson, but I mean, Allen Iverson was crying and say that he saved his life. I mean, he, he was an amazing guy. He he was a big guy, six ten, uh, you yeah. know. But yeah, he was he was he was a big guy, man. But they, they said that you know he came off uh, kind of uh, uh, what am I trying to say? I, I forgot what I'm trying to say. Don't but, even uh, matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it, it's sad. It's sad that he's gone, man. He yeah. It's just the impact, the influence that he had on our people and stuff like that. It's amazing to see, you know, how he's changed, you know, just one person life, you know, like a lot, like uh, Alonzo and, and Alan Iris and stuff like that. Just having that impact, and you see though that spider web that's spread out and the influence that those players have on other people too. Sometimes, man, like I said, like Pac said, it just take that one. They have that spark, man. That's, that's that's my goal, man. I just want to be that one to make that spark for somebody else. So, no, we definitely uh, salute that king, man. That's that's crazy. We hate that he's gone, but definitely want you to rest in paradise, brother. For sure. Yeah, I, I hope his name don't go out in vain, man. Cause like that's, I mean, he was he was essential for the culture, bro. 
Because yeah. my brother, my brother had all them Georgetown Hoyer suits. I used to steal them bitches all the time the way I'm in school, bro. Real. So mm -hmm. I mean, it sucks to continue to keep losing so many people at a time like this. Well, we're still losing so many people, man. Like, I don't know if y'all know, man, but there's another guy that just got choked out, man, suffocated in New York. So the shit's steady going on, bro. It's steady going on, man. So for somebody like like John Thompson, man, like to take up, like I, like I told y'all, I don't know if y'all remember this. I said, man, I'm living my 2020 for Kobe. And I meant that shit. I say this every time, bro. Anytime anything happened, what the hell would Kobe be doing? What would he be doing? in this moment, and I wish I could hear his words, man, from all these people that's been, that's passing, because he'll have some encouraging shit to say. So my encouraging shit to say is, man, like, mourn the way you know how to mourn, man. Grieve the way you know how to grieve, but don't grieve alone if you don't have to. Don't grieve alone if you don't have to, man. Let somebody hear your voice, because once somebody hears you, they will know what to do. If yeah. you never speak up, nobody will know what to do for you, period. So that's what that's what I'm taking from these deaths, man. Like we gotta step out there and start doing like what you said, man. That dude was influential for so many youth. So many youth, bro. Like we can do that. So yeah. like that's that's my focus, man, is to be able to take up a percentage of what them people did. Percentage, man. Absolutely. Well, let's um let's bring it up a little bit, man. Some black excellence. So Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry becomes. <laughs> A billionaire joins the billionaire boys club, man. That's dope. That's dope. How y'all feel about it? I'm gonna go dress like a woman from now on. Maybe I get a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a lot of lessons. Y'all know I don't fuck. I don't fuck with that. But uh, I got I got nothing good, nothing bad to say about. There's a lot of lessons there because it shows you a like you only need your tribe. You only need everybody to fuck with you. You really need your yeah. tribe to fuck with you consistently, and his tribe is faithful to him. And number two, the ownership. If you own your shit, you can get rich way faster. And he been owning his shit, I probably guarantee, from the jump. Because he hasn't really been making movies that long. Oh, 15 yeah. got years. His publishing, his publishing. Maybe 20. Has it been 20 years? It may yeah. be 20. I know he had to play. But as Ooh. far as, like, for him to get a B, let's be honest, bro. It took him less time to get a B than Jay. It did. You know? It really did. It really, I mean, he got that's his what, beat. That's what happened when you have all your publishing, you writing all your stuff. Yeah. Even yeah. though I feel like Jay, I feel like Jay already was smart in that regard. Maybe the music industry is just more cutthroat, maybe. I don't know. But this boy got a B seems so fast. And yeah, now but, not really though. Not, but not he's been really. doing plays for a long time too. You just saw the transition of him doing like movies and stuff like that. I think that's what they're kind of for. Well, I heard of Medea. When I heard of Medea, it was the plays. And that was right. like college. That was college when I heard of Medea. And I'm like, nah, I was in high I was in high school, middle school when it was coming out. I was like, I, mean, yeah, I remember my, gra my grandmother uh buying them tapes and stuff like that and playing them for everybody and junk. Yeah, they used to have the bootlegs outside the Timmy Chan's, you know what I'm saying, for a show. I had a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a pusher, baby. I always pushing that white. But, hey, real talk, how many billionaire producers are Caucasian? I know, like, Spielberg probably and who else? Uh, old buddy that does the motherfucking Indiana Jones shit. Like, I don't know too many billionaire producers on top of that. So that boy, for him to be a billionaire producer is something special. 
That's crazy, man. Like, man, exactly. I, like, I don't want you knowing about it. You don't need to know about how many billions I got. Hey, man. Yeah, man. But they gonna find out. <laughs> so you become a billionaire fool like you. You in the upper echelon, bro. In the upper echelon of people, man. You can walk outside conversation. Motherfucker be talking to you. Be like, bro, I worth a billion dollars. Why am I even talking to you? But the crazy, <laughs> but the crazy thing about it though, it's not just that him earning a billion. It's the opportunities that he's providing too at the same time. Like right. he put people on too. Atlanta, in Georgia, on. man. He put a lot of people on. Yeah, Monica and Brandy, they just did their verses. I think their verses was at the Tyler Perry Studios. And one man, part of it. Hey, yeah, that's crazy. I can't, man, it, it, ownership's so important, man. I can't, I can't wait to do it. Man, yeah. ownership. I'm telling y'all, that's why no taxes. No taxes, man. So we can own everything that we have, man. <laughs> no taxes. We need to talk about that shit, because I don't think we should be asking for no It's coming. We got it. We got it. We got it on the um on the docket. We do? Yeah, for uh, economy through COVID. Oh, right. Economy through COVID. So NFL about to start, man. Y'all ready? Y'all getting the fantasy draft? Who going to be the commissioner this year? Because I damn sure ain't doing it. I mean, I got my draft tomorrow. So one of my, my, my league that I've been in a couple years, I've been stinking in that thing. If I got my draft tomorrow, I wasn't even prepared. But I'm going to yeah. do it tomorrow. I'm excited, who gonna, man. Who going to do the Hayes County League? I'll play. This is a Hayes oh, County League. <laughs> man, I don't even want to touch fantasy football. I don't even care. It traded D-Hop. I don't care about football ever again, bro. Yes, I wouldn't Fire care. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care. <laughs> Nothing about no football. I don't care either. Nothing. You <laughs> <laughs> sipping out that cup right now. You better hope they do something. I'm not going to say anything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, like, I'm, just, I'm I'm going to keep it funky with Hoping you, bro. for Texas fans. Yeah, hey, yeah, hold it for Texas fans, nigga. I don't worry about that. No, I know fan of these sports, no, bro. I just watch them in passing. I don't care. Like, I don't want to sit there and spend three hours of my time no more to give to that bullshit when I can be so productive. Unless I'm at the game. You feel yeah. me? Like, oh, nigga, you full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you talk, don't, you don't, don't try to make me feel yeah. guilty. Yeah. Don't try to make me feel guilty. I'm talking about me. You should, I'm gonna, how, do you, how do you feel guilty about me? I'm going to make money. And I'm gonna watch my Cowboys and my That's own. What I'm boys. talking about. I'm gonna make money through watching the game at the game. I'm gonna walk an advertisement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how I feel, baby. I, I don't stop making money, bro. I'm, I'm at this moment in time. I'm still making money, and that shit is lovely. That's I what I better not see me. one clip or post. You sitting on the couch watching no game. I don't want to hear you. Not, you not. You not. Do you see a clip of me on the couch doing anything? The the Rockets are playing basketball right now. They move into the second round. What did Wooten ask me? Bro, you watching the game? No, nigga, I'm tired. I work yeah. all day. I don't care about these games no more. Them niggas ain't putting no money in my pocket at all, bro, for me to sit there and root for them. Like I said, this is my words. I'm living. Y'all niggas can live however y'all want to, but over here, I'm tired of being insane. You feel me? That's that's the insanity for me to continue to root for niggas that don't even know me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going crazy. Oh my God, nigga, why we ain't pick him? Why we like that shit is insane, bro. Like, seriously, it's insane because hey, real talk, them boys gonna wake up the next day, right? After because LeBron said it, LeBron said it in the press conference. He said, Well, I'm about to go home to my million dollar mansion and my family that loves me, and y'all gonna go back to your regular old life. He said those words that came out of LeBron's mouth. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, Hey, I don't care. I don't care about these sports no more, bro. Hey, if they make it, they make it. I'm gonna watch some of these games against the Lakers because that shit gonna Man, be what? that shit gonna be hot. 
but you know what I'm saying? But watch how I'm going to watch him. Watch how I'm going to watch him and pass him like I've been doing everything else. <laughs> I, I can't go to the game. I if, I can go, if I can go to a Rockets and a Lakers game in a bubble, I would do it. I would do it because I can do it right now. I would do it. That's what I want to do. Go to the game. Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys in the NFL though. They'll win the division. Let's go. Oh, most definitely. I mean, they, they win, win the division, right? No, they lost last year, right? We're gonna win this division. Hopefully, who 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 the favorites in the in the NFC? Uh, it was Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They got us. Same. Nah, they ain't uh, the favorite. Who the favorite? They ain't the Cowboys. I know they're the Cowboys. Who the favorite in the NFC? They still they they still not even a favorite in their division. They still got the Saints over them. Even that's what I'm saying. So who the favorite then? In, in it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be Saints and Cowboys. You be get killing yourself uh, to think the Cowboys. No, I seriously haven't read that. I haven't read that the. Uh, let me see, division. Well, we'll see. I, I I'm a pessimist with the Cowboys. I ain't gonna hold a breath. But that's all right. You know I'm a root for y'all boys, man, because I really want y'all to to do it again. I'm I'm so tired of hearing about the old shit. And the NFL will be so much better when the Cowboys win. Yeah, about no fucking Texans talk. We talk about Cowboys. So we always every single year, every single year, every single year, nigga, we gonna make it. We gonna win. It uh, it took you long enough. It took long enough, but I'm glad you finally (laughs) see. We're gonna lose. Tell you what I see. I see y'all continue to say Cowboys gonna win. Now you see the you see the arrow wave. I'm praying <laughs> whatever my what way. I don't care about none of that shit. I'm I'm worried about y'all well-being. They need to win for y'all, man, so y'all can be happy. <laughs> you don't need to be worried about us. I'm gonna watch it regardless. I just know y'all be there on Sunday watching it too. <laughs> but not me. I'm not gonna be watching because I don't care. <laughs> and if I you know what I'm saying, I watch I watch football because I love watching the game. And I used to play fantasy football, so I'm watching every game because I got all these players playing. But then I'm looking at that shit. I'm like, dude, I'm spending real money for a fake shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's me though. But it's, that, called, that's me. It, right. it's all good. It's called, it's called leisure. It's called leisure. Ignorance. My head is made of African. You gotta work 24-7, Haywood. Yeah. Yeah. Work 24-7, Haywood, for your dream. And I work more than, I work, <laughs> man, I work like a mug, man. I work all the time. I see you, man. Shit, dude, you got a lot of hats. Man, up, let me man. watch my football, man. Let me watch my damn football, man. I didn't say you didn't have to. See, that's the problem. I right, never said y'all didn't have to. I said, I'm not. Y'all don't have to attribute y'all life to how I revolve. Y'all don't revolve around me, bro. Watch the Cowboys. All right, man. We keep it moving, man. So, um. <laughs> I mean, how everything been going with you, with work and stuff like that, man? Since COVID uh, is kind of easing up, I see a lot of people back out, man. My job is picking up like crazy. Clients calling like crazy. How everybody else doing out here? Is it is it time to go back to regular life? I hope y'all. I hope I hope y'all got it by now and not gonna be like the rock in them. It ain't time to go back to no regular life, bro. It's not like these boys still getting sick, man. I know. I, I know people that's directly affected by it and people dying, like right now, directly affected by it. Nigga, didn't you say it was a host? Nigga, didn't I say? <laughs> let's go back to it, Chris, because I'm wait, I was waiting for you to say something. Because didn't I tell you that they put this shit here? They put it here. Who they? Who was who they? They, the nigga that's above Trump. The nigga that got Trump out here saying this crazy shit. The they. You don't know who they is, but y'all- The Rothschild, nigga. Every day. <laughs> Trust me. 
I asked y'all boys, how does how do y'all make a virus? How do, how do you make a virus? And nobody we, couldn't answer that shit. We know we, where the virus started, Chad. Yeah, it's we know exactly here where it started. In America, bro, like I'm telling y'all boys, y'all. So even if it, but that was not an argument. Even if we know, even if that's true, that don't mean you can't die from it. I didn't say you could, bro. Oh my God. Just go back and watch the old show. No, all I'm saying is I was saying we we gonna take it serious because even if it was conspiracy, we and we, if that comes out that it was a conspiracy to kill us, then we'll deal with that when it comes out. But right now, I'm trying not to die. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm Because my best friend, I just went to go see my best friend, who his daddy was actually on the ventilator and got off. Yeah. That's some real shit. That's crazy, wow. right? That's you know dope. what I'm saying? And his wife was on the ventilator, and they both got off. And y'all know you on that ventilator. It's almost a wrap, you know. Well, not not anymore, not anymore, because they like they're using like steroids and stuff like that to help. Oh, people, for real? You know? Yeah, even if you're like at almost morbid rates, they're Man. using like steroids to help people get off the ventilators and stuff like that. So, I mean, in regards to treatments, we're doing a lot better as a country and stuff like that. But I'm still air laying on the side of caution, man. You can't just go out there and just do whatever just because a couple people had some good, you know, good uh, good moments with it or good uh, good results behind it. And Everybody I'm I'm still on that side, you know. Once the fall hit, it's gonna ramp back up pretty heavy, you know. Brother, brother. Talking about go ahead and getting your flu shots and stuff like that, and getting all that stuff. That shit, man. Don't get that stuff, bro. Like, so this and until we figure this out, until we figure this out, bro. Like, exactly how you can get it, you know what I'm saying? Until they figure that, can you get it more than once? Like yep. all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like. Be cautious. Like I'm telling you, I told y'all, I told y'all in the beginning, I said, man, this shit feel like they got some plans around it. And they do. I was talking to Ann about it, man. Like, nigga don't even talk about COVID no more, bro. We was in Austin and all the bars was open. All the bars. Everyone. What bars? Was, what's up? What bars? Not the domain, not all of them. Boy, you better go to Six Street. Six Street. Six Street was jumping. Me and Andrew's out there like, what the hell going on? Did, did COVID end? Bro, they out there on the bikes, riding around. They in and out of bars, bro. Ask Andrea all, all day. I thought, so they closed, I thought they closed the bars. No. Yeah, the bars are closed. It's no, restaurants. You got to have not, uh, They not closed, bro. This is what they did. All those bars that we used to go to all the time, they went and got kitchen equipment to, to start serving food. So since they could serve food now, they, they recommend them as restaurants. Like I saw the guys that be out there on the taxi bikes. I saw the dude out there say, man, what the hell is going on? Why so many people out? He's like, bro, everybody turned their bars into restaurants. Straight up. Like the first, the first two weeks ago, man. Yeah, two weeks ago, me and Andrew stayed out there. And I went and picked up food for us from a place that we used to go drink at that didn't have no kitchen. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, wow. And there was a lot of people up in there. Some people had masks on, they, they in there shooting their shots, and some people just up in there twiddling their fingers like they used to do. How you gonna shoot your shot with your mask on? It's crazy. They take a mask, they, they, I don't get it, bro. Like, how can you go into a place, right, and they just take your mask off? What's the point of even wearing the whole in there? Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's crazy. Why well, I'm being in the house. Speaking of restaurants, shout out to my boy JD opening a food truck in Flugerville called Tater Q. Um, it's a mix of, uh, of roasted potatoes, and it's not, and uh, and barbecue, um, so that's gonna be dope. That's my boy, been been my boy since middle school, and he been uh, had a long road. So uh, I'm I'm definitely putting that out there. We gotta support. Yeah, where's I'm location? Where's location at? Uh, he doing a friends and family, and I'm gonna tape it, and then we're gonna 
then we're gonna pump. He gonna have a grand opening, so I'll probably have it next week. I'll have it because uh, on Sunday it's just the friends and family, and I'm gonna shoot it, and then I'll have we'll have a video to to market. Yeah, um, it's gonna be downtown Flugerville. I know that for sure, and uh, that's a good spot. So shout out to the that's what's up, man. We that slide us right into our next one, man. So um, our last main topic, I mean, uh, trending topic, man, is the economy through COVID, man. How y'all think? Everybody's like a lot of people starting businesses and stuff like that. And Trump's about to get this payroll tax cut underway. I think it was effective today, if I'm not mistaken. If you make a hundred forty thousand, right after taxes, what does what does the cat do? If you're making uh, under 40000 at the taxes, you get more on your paycheck. But the thing is, what boys don't realize is you got to pay that shit back on the back end. Yep. I was about to say, and, and when, when, whenever Trump passed something that helps the normal person, you got to do your research and find out how it helped the top. Top of the top of the top. Mm-hmm. I know this nigga had to pass some taxes for the corporate. I know somewhere. I mean, in fact, that's the first thing he did when he got in office. He, he did a tax cut. Um, so I need to do some research on, on, uh, how it affects everybody in the income spectrum. Uh, but that, that boy trying to pull the punches, man, he's trying to, he leaning on that. He visiting Kenosha. Uh, he's leaning hard on the patriotism, shield bullshit, trying to get, trying to get these votes, man. And, uh, you know. Hopefully, he, he hopefully this man lose, man. What is he? What is he going to Kenosha for? Has he spoken about anything about Kenosha? Does he even know what happened there? Oh, he knows what happened there. He's just the uh, the law and order um, agenda that he's trying to push, or well, not necessarily agenda, but just the talking point, the dog whistle that he's trying to push to his base that he's a law and order president. But polls are coming out. That's not even working for him. It's actually going in favor of Biden um, in regards to law and order because more people trust him than they trust Trump. But, I mean, when you think about it, this nigga talking about Joe Biden, but it's like, nigga, you the president right now. Nigga, yeah. you the president. <laughs> the president. Like, how you gonna talk about Joe Biden? Like, he the president. Hey, black Joe Biden, look at look, look at the look at the streets right now from the socialists, and I'm like, bruh, you the president. president. <laughs> Don't matter. <laughs> trying to say I'm the president, but this is his fault. This is this is your this is America that you have. Like, as, so, a, as a hell of a man, he'd been there four years and still be trying to talk about Obama and Biden like they've been in the office yesterday. Hey, can that, you boy, that boy don't take no responsibility for nothing and take yeah. credit whenever he can on anything. So, yeah. And the well, economy um, is not the stock market, man. Don't get me wrong. The the numbers going up <laughs> in the stock market was dope. Don't get me wrong, but that's not the economy. I saw a video today where, and I think it was in Houston, as a matter of fact, they got people going, they got officers going around serving evictions and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And I economy, think economy is always, you can't look at the Dow all the time. The real economy is housing and unemployment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the, them companies, man, that don't, that's not a reflection of how we live out here. You know what I'm saying? This housing is about to bust and it's going to bust for probably good reason because housing is too expensive. Yeah. Y'all, when I was a personal trainer at, at Texas State, I never forget. <laughs> Nigga, I had a stripper, I had a stripper client who was a teacher. No joke. I never forget this, dog. Who couldn't pay rent, bro. As a teacher. Damn, and she was a stripper too. It couldn't pay rent. I mean, with that, she was good. She was able to pay for her session. She was cool as hell, man. She's cool as hell. I'll say she, she don't need no damn trainer. She can't pay her rent. <laughs> Doing the wrong well, thing. She, <laughs> well, she <laughs> gotta look good. She gotta look good. <laughs> 
Yeah. You got to look good to be a good stripper so she can make money. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got to bring you got to bring it full circle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But y'all, it's a great, it's a great documentary. It's two great documentaries that I want people to check out. Is it's a two two documentaries by uh, Richard Wright on a uh, man. Let me put that real quick on a uh, uh, saving democracy. Hold on, let me see a documentary. Here you go, right here. Okay, uh, inequality for all is the first one, and the second one is called saving capitalism. Anybody, y'all need to watch these things, dog. And it show how the economy, man. I don't even know where to start, but how the immoral, the immorality of America, and how they push so much regulation to benefit corporations. Corporations really run this country, not even the votes through lobbyists and through what things can do. And so. Uh, a lot of things are America that America is dealing with right now are just the byproduct of the legislation and taking care of the top, 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 top one percent oh, over yeah. and over again, and forgetting about the the real bread and water of the country, <clears throat> middle class, which kind of oh, yeah. don't exist no more. But you know what I'm saying? And it talked about how you used to be able to do a regular nine to five job and afford rent. You know what I'm saying? And afford to feed a family. And we used to think how you know women not choosing to work was uh, coming to the workplace was because of their freedom. But it was also because it, men ain't making enough money right. to do it by themselves. Cause literally the inflation of the dollar, you literally cannot do it no more. And we have working poor now people who work 40 hours a week or more and are poor working poor. Yep. And that's not fair. So I want you to check and be gone the de- that day or the next day. Yeah, bro. People busting their butt, you know, working at Sam's, <laughs> making $15 an hour. That's just, even that, that's just not enough, man. It's not enough because the housing is crazy. Can you imagine making, you wish we in California, y'all? Like, what are you supposed to do? When I went to Nokia and I was doing the job, the dude, I know this dude who I was talking to had to make six figures easy in California. He was like, I can't afford no house. He was talking about moving to Texas because he was like, the houses here are like $800,000. And I was like... That's the, and that's the problem. So like a lot of people are moving into Texas and inflating the prices even more. Yeah. People that are already, you know, based here. I knew a couple people that, you know, they were living poor in California. They came here and actually like flipped their whole lives. They had like two, $300,000 to go out and buy the house that they wanted, you know what I'm saying, and not have any debt behind it. But when they were in California, they were struggling hard. Bro, you can sell your bullshit house for folk for 500000 come knock down a piece of crap house, build a whole new one, and pocket 100000 and put 50000 away from your baby school and still have some change to go to, to Cabo. I mean, you got so much money, that's how crazy the housing market is in, in California. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I think right now, I mean, that, that's where I've been real big as far as finances are concerned, which is knocking down the debt, man. I've, I've done so much in regards to knocking down debt, man. It's 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 crazy. And I feel like, you know, at this point right now, if you're really not trying to take advantage of what the economy is doing right now, especially with COVID and stuff like that, man, it's going to be a big shift in regards to the haves and the have-nots. Almost too late. Because it's it's saying that black and black and brown businesses 
or in the 30, 40% of closed down, y'all. Yeah. So this shit is terrible. This shit, we're gonna look back at this time and be like, <clears throat> we was killed by this corona, not just health-wise, but our businesses, our streams of income went and our houses and our jobs went away. So we're gonna look back on this and we're gonna we're gonna be even worse than what we was for sure. Yeah. I think we're gonna be worse in 2020 than we was before the pre-Obama in 2008. Yeah, bad. It's about to be really, yeah. really bad, bro. Like, they were saying, how many been, people out there? They saying these jobs ain't coming back, dang. They saying these jobs ain't coming back, bro. Oh, no, yeah. Not really. Like, a little bit of them, but mm-hmm. not a lot. I was listening to The Economist, so you know they're using, they're using numbers, like, by the quarter in regards to, like, sales and stuff like that. So, of course, when the first economic stimulus, stimulus dropped, people were flooding the market with money and stuff like that. And they're saying like after October, um, once the uh, the third quarter ends, it's like you're gonna see like a massive drop because people are not a- able to spend money. They already see it, like with the evictions, people don't have jobs, stuff like that. They're only getting you know so much in, in regards to uh, unemployment benefits and stuff like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be bad, bro. It's so you think? Real. You think with with all the evictions that's coming up in the near future, since it's a, a seller's market right now, it's going to transition to a buyer's market. Oh, already it's not a, it's, it's it's not a uh, yes, it's, yeah, because it's yeah. a seller, it's a seller's market right now. Oh yeah, yeah. man, the yeah, people that can happen. afford to buy yeah, are man. buying, bro. The people that can afford to do it are doing it, and man, bro, I can afford to buy, and I'm not buying because I know the prices are inflated. Yeah, but it's, it's tricky because people are they want to buy. But they don't want to buy. They also scared to buy because they like, can people pay the rent? Can you afford it? At the same it? time, if you're yeah. talking about investment property, at the same time, people are like, yeah, I gotta buy now because the interest rates are low. You know All what I'm right. saying? I believe we need the bubble to chill, to kind of guard it down a little bit, to bring these prices down a little bit because they're getting off the chain with some of these. No, prices. we need it. We needed to burst because the interest rates are not gonna go up. If the bubble bursts, interest rates gonna go down even further than what they are right now. It's gonna be these it's houses, gonna be ten times yeah. worse. These houses. The, the, the byproduct of that is gonna be a lot of displaced people. There's gonna be a lot more homeless people out there. There's gonna be a lot, uh, a lot of people living beyond check to check, and they're gonna have to have two or three jobs in order for them to make ends meet. It's not gonna be just, you know, one job. There's gonna be people damn near working around the clock, and I don't, the people that are higher up, like the one percenters, they don't understand. Like, look, these people at the bottom, man, these are the ones that are keeping your businesses afloat. And when they when they don't have a, a, a you know a ground to stand on, there's gonna be a problem out here, man. You see people already acting up. They put a guillotine outside of <laughs> Jeff Bezos' house. Bro, they don't care. They made they making Jeff Bezos a trillionaire, bro. Look at that wealth gap. A trillion. They said that boy went up. That boy wealth went up eighty bees. He's the first two hundred. He's the first person in the world to be worth two hundred billion dollars. Check it out, though. He gave his wife half of his money. Had to give it to him, bro. And he still wrote two hundred billion. Come on, man, this is ridiculous. But they were saying that in that documentary, they said if if small businesses had a logistics company doing that, as opposed to 70, 80, 100,000, 200,000 people working at Amazon, the circulation of the money would be stimulate the economy so much more than just one corporation. You know what I'm saying, like. And you can't do that because conservatives don't like to do that. But we let corporations get so big that they like take jobs away from oh, like yeah. everybody. Like Amazon has been a blessing. 
This shit is killing us in, a, in, in many other ways, though, when you think about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They said basically, they said basically, Jeff Bezos has so much power. You know, he's fighting for the $15 minimum wage, but he's only fighting for that to reduce the competition from other corporations trying to like Walmart and stuff like that. Cause it, it would hurt Walmart to raise their minimum wage up to $15 to try to compete with Amazon. You right. know what I'm saying? So he's like, it's not, it's not like he's doing that for altruism. He's doing that for a competitive advantage. Cause Walmart now, they have a program where they're trying to do kind of like uh, Amazon Prime. It's kind of like a Walmart Prime, basically where you can get free shipping on groceries and, and products and stuff that come to your house. But I don't know, man. It's just funny to watch it. I've been paying attention. I can just kind of sit back and watch what these people are doing out here. Definitely been investing a little bit more, but I'm kind of holding some money on the side too as well to kind of, because I know the when the stock market dropped, that's when I'm, I'm going to start running in to uh, throw money at it, especially when it, it drops down to like 19000 like it did before. So I don't know, man. It's interesting. It's just funny to see how everything's kind of moving and shaking out here. But, you know, that real estate game, that's going to be that's gonna be the next move. Definitely. It's a different ball game right now, brother. We're not thinking like the black folk no more. We got to think like them. Like anytime anybody comes to you talking about, man, hey, I heard, I heard word that this stock might do this or do that. Talk to somebody that don't know shit about stocks. Just go do it. Like I go to I go to Ant. I talk to Ant all the damn time, bro. Before I make any kind of move, man, because I'm not trying to be left behind. And I said that's what this fucking shit was all about. Getting yeah. left behind, bro. We get don't it, man. It. We get it. Well, let's get into our main topic, fellas. So we're gonna talk about is black death of marketing strategy. So I sent. Uh, Chad and I sent Haywood a video on Instagram the other day and um, shout out to um, our ADCP. He actually sent me the video, man. But it's <clears throat> it's one of those things, um, you know, in regards to businesses, are they really you uh, using black people to, you know, profit themselves and, and profiting off of our pain, man? What do y'all think about that? What do you think about the video that I sent? Man, you know how I feel. I don't even like, I'm... I'm nervous to talk about stuff like this on camera. I talk about stuff like this off camera. So I'm really not going to say a lot about this. I'll let y'all talk all y'all want about this, but I'm not touching this with a pole. Would you say the same podcast as me, man? Saying nothing about being scared, brother. Yo, that's all right, though. It came out your mouth, so they're going to track you down, not me. I don't care. I don't believe anything he was saying. If there's anybody out here watching this video, I'm not with that man. But I'm going to have to keep, bro, because your energy, your, you. your, your vibe, your, your, yeah. your chakra but, is all in line. But, but, I, but I already told y'all how I felt about all this stuff. I say it all the time. I put it in messages today when I was going back and forth with, with Greg. Like, always been an agenda dude like we were not supposed to make it man straight up we we were not supposed to make it but we did we survived and now look what's going on with all these black billionaires bro they are scared these boys are scared man i'm telling y'all y'all got y'all gotta eventually see it man them boys are scared because we're starting to rise four black men in this thing talking about politics and making money while other four black people, if they doing that thing, they ain't talking about nothing nowhere near this shit. We trying to come up in the game. Well, let's have a meaningful conversation about because one of the things that I brought up with CP is like, you know, when, um, you know, the the whole uh, saying is that an artist, an artist is a reflection of their surroundings and stuff like that. So rappers, for instance, they talk about, 
you know, killing each other. They talk about grabbing the guns, grabbing the pistols and stuff like that, taking care of business. But then at the same time, you have movies and TV shows that do the same thing. So should we hold our black men that are rappers and stuff accountable for the content that they're putting out if it's going to be detrimental to our society and how we are as people and how we evolve as people? That's gonna take that's take what what you wanna do with yourself. Like who's above you, who's trying to train you, who's trying to teach you right from wrong. Like they just make they honestly trying to make money. They really trying to make money, bro. Chandler, go 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 somewhere. They really trying to make money. And and if they making money by saying, like, hey man, go out, grab a gag, I'll shoot somebody, blah, 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 which straight up. That's all they know. They ain't really ain't about that life. None of these new guys ain't about none of that shit they talk about. But it makes the money. Like, look at six nine. He ain't about none of that stuff he said, right? But he screamed to the top of his lungs, he made a lot of money for it. And he's still doing it. So like they don't, they don't see it as it being reason for somebody to go out there and rob somebody. They see it as, man, I'm just trying to make it, bro. Like, and if my words uh, are causing people to do that, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you to do it, but I'm just trying to get paid. That, that's how I know how to get paid. You know? And they they taking advantage of our words though. They the ones making the movies. We ain't got, ain't that many black producers out there, man. They do, that, that's getting their stuff seen like that. They the ones that's making these movies. And our, our people are the ones that are acting in them. See, on one hand, I feel like, on one hand, it's the best time to be a black creative right now, a black artist. It's the best time. And you don't need a middleman. You don't need a middleman to get your product out. But there are still our mainstream ways that if you don't have the internet or you don't have certain uh, knowledge of how to access those people, you know, how do you find out about those? So you still got the radio, who's gonna push mainstream safe and that's what their job is to make money. So they're not gonna take no no, no risk on an artist uh, who, you know, may not be, they, gonna, they, they know Cardi B and Megan go sell. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to take risk on a dude like you know, uh, I even want to say somebody like a Travis Scott, you know what I'm saying? Somebody like a Larry June, somebody just, somebody who's just like maybe, you know, not so commercially marketable. And so I feel uh, like now you have a wide range of artistry that you can consume. And I personally, and I don't know if that's just because I'm not in, I'm not, uh, I'm tapped in consciously always. I feel like I'm getting what I need from, from us as I feel like we're kind of in a re re renaissance of black art and artistry. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because I feel like back then, you know, whatever came off the radio or BET, that's all we had. You know, that's all, that's all, that's what we got to see. And yet now I feel like, yes, you have stuff coming from the mainstream, but you have so many other things to do. But yeah, the way yeah, I get what you're saying, but the way I feel about that too at the same time is that somebody else is in that same situation that you were in back then. They don't have the access to the books and the knowledge and, you know, the other artists and the wide array of, you know, outlets that they can actually go to. I think about some people that, you know, I grew up with or some people that are still like in those positions. All they see is the Molly Percocets or the objectification of women or the tote, the pistol, or stuff like that. And they live that lifestyle. They emulate it, like, uh, like exactly to what they're doing, like on those, on these music videos and stuff like that. And so, you know, is it, you know, our responsibility to kind of speak up when that, when that stuff is happening so much? Because we're the only ones that's letting it happen to our community. 
you don't see nobody talking about, you know, you don't see the white people talking about stuff like that. You don't see the Hispanics talking about stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Only thing that I can see that's fairly close to it, maybe uh, an Italian movie or, or like a mob type deal, but those are few far in between. They're old. They're not, they're set in old times. They're not set to be modernized like everything is right now. So you think if we if we change the culture, that's going to kind of shift the popularity of some of these artists and people aren't going to be uh, drawn to these artists and they're not going to be able to, you know, I don't do think it'll well? ever, I don't think it'll ever change until people we in positions of ownership. You know what I'm saying? Tyler Perry, say what you want about Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry don't put out movies that we kill each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He don't. He just don't. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what he's trying to do. And it's real easy for somebody to make some art when they don't, they don't go back to that community. They don't have to deal with the repercussions of that. And yeah. so it all goes back to us having our own. But having our own is always going to be in opposition to the mainstream, too. You know what I mean? We're going to be limited resources to do those things. You know, even when we have people in Def Jam, you know, even when we have people at certain and Universal and things like that, there's still going to be some of that. So it's it's really both ways, but these young folks, I, I don't I don't think I can expect these young folks to be like yo, you know when I listen to like NBA Young Boy like that shit is like trash. Yeah, that shit like <laughs> that shit that boy ignorant. You ain't like that trash. Boy, it is trash. <laughs> that boy ignorant as fuck. And uh, I seen a post he posted. He was like him and his little son like Chandler days. He was like I'm gonna teach yo I'm gonna teach my son to go fuck your daughter. That's what he said on the post, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we seeing that consistently over and over again. But it's only our culture and our people that are seeing it. So it's like, do you draw a line to it? Can you, do you just like blot it out all together? Because I feel like we are getting to a place where like consciousness is growing at another level. You know what I'm saying? At least in the immediate circles that I that I'm roaming in with you guys and stuff like that. But how do you you know kind of I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's selling, man. I don't know. We got a voice now. We could be like, that shit whack. Boosie, don't say you going to touch this girl or whatever. I, so I, I don't really know. I don't know if it's working because people are vocal now. You could just get on their Instagram and tell them that some shit whack or not. I don't really know, man. That's a tough one. They're not trying to hear us, though. That's the thing because they look at, like, especially somebody like me, they look at, I don't even know what you're talking about. You're old fogey. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to know who you can actually reach. Like, None of us can reach Boosie. Like Jay-Z try to call that boy to talk to him. I don't even talk to you, Jay-Z. Like this man trying to like explain to you your actions like hold weight. Your words hold weight. So I'm trying to come to you on a different level to explain to you this is how you should be addressing this situation. Like, I mean, everything you said is, is really not wrong. It's just the way you said it. It's, it's how you were brought up. So you think it's cool. But now... Ooh. Boosie just he he's just too transparent. Like his his how you want to live his life and how you want to say things, like certain things is cool for him. Yeah. And you want to have a pool party with women and a bunch of women and and have him do dildo, uh, uh what do you have him doing? Like cucumber contest. All that is cool if that's what you want to do. But when you put it on camera, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. that then you and the thing is, I know, I know that he he's so important to the culture because people look up to Boosie, whether we like it or not. So you kind of like that's why Farrakhan Farrakhan never shit on rappers because eventually they wind up having respect for him and they wind up being like they will listen to Farrakhan, you know. So it's like 
And I feel like as rappers get older, look at how these rappers have changed. T.I., Ross, you know what I'm saying? On Instagram, doing posts talking about building businesses and getting stock. Like, that's not what they was on early. Yeah. They didn't know So them. I like that the rap game is allowing us, our older men, to stay participate in the game. Nas dropped the album. He was spinning game. All these dudes are spinning game now. It's these young folks. But these rappers, this is one thing that's not happening. These OGs ain't checking these young dudes. That's not what's happening because they feel like they hate. That's what they're not doing. Well, the young dudes now listen. They, they take it. They take offense to it, and they want to, you know, fight or talk crazy to you or get mad, disrespectful. And when you see a rapper, when you see an old rapper, call out a young rapper. Never. never. What? What? Ti. Ti. On lyrics. On lyrics. No. No. That don't even count. Lyrics. On lyrics. Yeah. They ain't gonna see that because they said it. So, So this is the thing, right? I can't sit up there and tell somebody not to do exactly what I did, but what I can do is tell you, bro, you ain't got to live that life, though. So if you Maybe ain't got to live that life, Maybe so that's if, what it is, that they feel like they did it, so they can't say nothing. Yeah, so exactly. So if you live that life, hey, I can't, I can't say it, but I'm telling you, you don't have to, though. You don't got to do what I did. Bro, how many times have y'all set somebody down and tried to explain to them what they were doing was wrong? I did that before. It didn't work out for me, and they listened. Well, yeah, I mean, you I, you definitely got a point there because there's there's a couple of times you just be like, all right, well, if it then you just go about your own way and do whatever. Yeah. You want. And that's 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 what happens, bro. It's like, look at how many young artists are coming out, and look at the message that they all have. Percocets, Molly, pop this, do that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Got red bottoms on, life is good. So a nigga would think, hey, if I got red bottoms on, life is good. Really, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the message. That's what they see. Why? Because if I look at this podcast, I see four brothers. We don't look like we're in a position that we millionaires, but these rappers, I'm a millionaire. You can't tell me nothing. Look how much, look at all these hundreds. I'm just throwing out hundreds, throw them on the ground. When them young kids see that stuff and they look at their parents' situation, their parents can't afford to get them the new PlayStation 5 is coming out. My parents can't give me the new J's, but this rapper who was my age can go do it. He got more money than my parents. Who are you going to listen to? Then that's that's how it is. That's that's the life, bro. Like, if you've lived that life and you see that this is the only way I can come up, that's what you're going to do. So T.I. is trying to tell these boys, but T.I. is, is kind of hard if you're coming out the way you do. Like, take them to the side, off screen. Everything ain't got to be on the internet. Everything got to be on IG. Like, the way he came at, at uh, Kodak Black. He could have pulled Kodak back to the side. Hey, bro, like, be easy, man. Like, we lost a legend in Nip, and you have to talk about his wife. Like, that's not funny. But guess what? Before Nip was dead, people would say stuff like that, and nobody check him because Nip was there to do it himself. Nip, Nip was there to do it himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nip would Nip let people know, hey, bro, I'm a crip first, straight up. Nip let people know I'm a crip first. Don't roll up on me trying to take no picture with me, bro. What the hell you think this is? That's kind of duty was. We losing them people, bro. Like. We we real life losing those individuals who were strong. Like listen to Dave Chappelle, man. Dave Chappelle let boys know, man. He let boys know. Like we losing all of those people. Well, the issue the issue is like we we starting to see we starting to see it because a lot of these rappers, these younger rappers, are dying like left and right, man. You got what's the one one kid that just died this year? Um, 
Which one? There's about five of them. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't even think of his name, but he was talking about death all the time in, in his songs and stuff like that. You know what I'm Ex-tasi, saying? Tentacion, what, what you call it? Well, XXX Tentacion is one of them. And then... Um, it was like Juice World. Juice World. That's what I'm talking about. Juice World. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you walk in that light, bro, and you bring that kind of energy away, that's what happens. Like, So that's what I was trying to say. Like, real talk. Like, when we had the discussion about the N-word and somebody calling us out a name and want to fight, like, what I'm what I'm legit saying is the way you walk, the way you move, the way you talk, like it brings a certain type of energy your way. So like somebody gonna already challenge you. I'm telling you, man, like when you when you walk in that right path, as soon as you walk in a room, people can smell it on you. It's like shit. I'm telling you, it, I'm being for real, man. Like people just feel that from you. They don't, and they know, like, man, this is a good person. We don't need to have that kind of energy in this space. Like me and Andrea roll, we, this dude rolled by us in the Mustang screaming out, this is my country, y'all go back to where y'all came from. And me and Andrea walking down the street, not once did he direct any of that energy towards us. But he, Nick, and we were the only black people out there walking down the street. He looked me dead in my eye and drove off. Didn't say a word to me, but he was, he was screaming out his car, fuck y'all, all y'all go back to y'all country where y'all came from. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. But he still said it though. Yeah. But nothing, come on, he been, but he'd been saying it. And I'm out there walking. He rolled up saying it. He had his opportunity to look me in my eye and say, hey, you nigga, go back home. He was already fired up. I'm laughing at this dude and nothing still happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just what happens. It's just where you are, the type of person you are, the type of way, the way you carry yourself, bro, I'm telling you. You won't even put yourself in a position to be called a nigga, man. You won't. Nah, come on now. I'm telling you, but that's and the then, thing. I'm telling you, I'm speaking from experience, bro. But you're I not responsible ever, for the hearts of another I don't, man, though. I don't yeah, ever, exactly. You're right. Not, I'm responsible for me and my. I know. Surroundings. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, even I don't care how much energy you got, Chad. Okay. You can be. That's, you can be. You can be walking around like Jesus did and get murdered. Hey, yeah, like bro, Jesus, like, <laughs> like Jesus, like Jesus did, right? Jesus who helped all these people, right? Like, let me tell you the difference between me but and But he Jesus. got murked. That's, that's my point. Okay. And that's right. My and point. He, right. Don't matter he, and he kept trying to help people who didn't want to be helped. So the thing, you said it already. You try to help and you move on. Now, if I keep on staying around these goddamn people who ain't really feeling me, and I'm up here creating all these goddamn miracles, I'm walking on water and making, turning wine, water to wine, and you still ain't rocking with me while well, I'm still there. He really felt like he could change those lives, bro. Like at a certain point in time, you got to do like my best friend dad said, bro. You can walk these boys to water, but you cannot make them drink. But but yeah. there's a there's a stark difference, yeah. though. I'm not saying put yourself in harm. Yeah. It is a story. It's a story on top of that, though. We're talking about a story. All right, well, let me let me finish, though. Let me, let me finish, though. I'm not saying you put yourself in harm's way. You do like you said. You pull that young brother to the side and you talk to him. Yeah. And if he's still not receiving it, then you walk away from it. Yeah. So it's really harm's way. But if somebody's ignorant, that's not going. I mean, yeah, they'll still slap the shit out of you for no reason. Hey, so guess what? You got to move around now. Girl, what kind of injury you on? You got to move around now. Guess, damn, you, you, damn, you went to a party. You went to a party where we out of liquor. We out of liquor. And you just turned the water that they had that party into liquor. And it's somebody still at that party that really ain't fucking feeling you. And you know what's gonna happen. You're gonna feel that. And on the side, you can put that man to the side and tell him everything. And you, but you still at that party. You still at that party. You still around that dude who see you doing good, but he a hater. There are haters on he's a hater. He's going to hate you. 
man. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Did Martin Luther King Jr. did he have did he have bad energy? Martin Luther King started asking for money. Martin Luther King started asking for money. So he had bad energy. At the end of the day, I feel like it's about instead of us complaining about, I shouldn't say complaining. As, as opposed to us talking about people who are not doing it right, I feel like it's more productive to put our energy and our money and our dollars to creatives who are who are doing it the right way. Like Beyonce did, certain artists who are, are doing it and, and not doing it in a way that's, that's self-destructive to our people. That's the best way. So if we talk about things we can do. You see an ad, you know what I'm saying? You see a Black-owned company and they got a positive message, support it. You see an artist go to their concert, you know, those are things that we can do now. And then when something is off, if some ain't if some ain't rocking, then we say something. I tried to be like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking with that WAP shit. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at a hater. I ain't with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm also not with some of these men rappers are saying, I don't fuck with that shit gets no play in my shit. It don't. And I would tell a young dude that. You know, I, I ain't on it. I ain't gonna judge him on it. But I feel like ultimately. We judge by, and we should, uh, I mean, there's a fine line, and it's a tricky thing, because we don't want to be no hater. We know we was young at one point, but I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, we do got to be like, all right. Yeah, we but if you, know better, if you know better, you need to teach better. That's my, especially me. I, we was actually talking, it's funny, because me, Jeremy, and Chris, we were talking about that earlier, where we were like, man, we feel ashamed about some of the stuff we used to do in the past, but now we like, no, nah, we better, we know better, so we're going to teach our kids to be better and do better, despite what we did in the past. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's, that, I mean, that's kind of the approach it. I don't, you know, that's one of those things where you start you start living in your past and start living off, off the mistakes that you made, you ain't gonna be able to help nobody because you worried about what you did versus what you can do right now. Yeah. They throw it in your face though. Like, I mean, how many don't people fuck it. You? Just How many people? Will. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why your circle gotta start getting smaller and smaller. Because how many people judge you based on the shit that you used to do? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure plenty. It's, it's, it's so many of them, man. And like, if it's like that, they never going to see what you're doing until it's done. And that shit sucks. So you're never going to get support from those people because they don't see who you are right now, Dan. They don't see who you are right now, Chris. They don't see who you are right now, Jeremy. And since they don't, they don't care. It's not going to be until y'all have actually fulfilled that goal that y'all have where you really, you really not doing all the jobs. You just, you just straight doing photography, straight doing media work. It's going to take that. People don't, people just don't believe in each other like they should, man. They just don't. And it sucks because white people don't give a damn who you are as long as they can support you and keep you from beating one of us. Straight up. Like when you ask somebody to support you or what you're doing, what you mean what I'm doing? I, I, I just need your support, bro. Like, I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm trying to make some good moves. Well, well, well give, me, give me something. Let me know how, how is this going to work for me? Because that's what people like. They, they want whatever you're doing to help them out as well. And that shit sucks, bro. But like, man. Yeah. We can go I on. mean, we, we all on the same page with it. I mean, adversity, like, Wooten, he just, he just put a uh, post up on the live. He said, I'd rather teach from my mistakes rather than let things roll to the next generation. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, at the, ultimately, at the end of the day, I think that's the approach that we need to take. 
And I'm not saying that you can't, you know, indulge in those things and stuff like that. Trust me, I love, I got my moment when I like ratchet shit too at the same time, but I think I'm gonna be a little bit more conscious about what I promote versus, you know, what's yeah. good for the people. You Jeez. know what I'm saying? Man, I never, my uncle, rest in peace, Charles Fletcher. My uncle, I used to love lift, looking through his CD case and I, my musical taste was like his and he was big Scarface. Ghetto Boys, you know what I'm saying? West, uh, Ice Cube. And I always would ask him, oh, why you don't listen to this music while I'm in the car? He never did, you know what I'm saying? And I understand yeah. why, because there's a difference between what you consume and responsibility and knowing somebody can take something wrong, the wrong way, if you're not responsible or uh, mature enough to handle that. So, you know, so at one point we need to be, I'd rather us be more firm than more lax. You know what I'm saying? I was up in the car and that WAP song came off. I turned that shit off. You know what I'm saying? Because my baby was in the back seat. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Down. I turned that shit off. Like, I don't want her to listen to the edited version of that shit. Period. And that's how we rolling over here. That's how we rolling. Yeah. We're not going to be pushing that shit. I don't, I, we we got to be more careful what we let our people consume. And we got all got to each one, reach one, teach one what we can. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I think that's a good place to cap it off, man. Y'all got anything else y'all want to add before we hop out for here, man? No. Good, man. Hey, man. We are still growing um, with this group, man, the YNU Podcast family. Y'all keep joining. We at 580 members on there right now. We want to get over 600, Mark. So tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Keep liking, subscribing, and we love y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.